Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Blake Brewer from the Legacy Letter Challenge which helps dads and moms connect with their children on a deeper level by writing a letter from their heart. Blake is on a mission to help 1 million dads and moms write at least one well-written, meaningful, lasting legacy letter to their children. Blake, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely, Seth. Thanks for having me on. It is our pleasure. Now, I know you told your story on the Today Show, which is awesome, but we're going to ask you to tell it again for our audience who hasn't seen you on the Today Show. So let's go back in time a little bit. How did the Legacy Letter Challenge come about in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it all started with something that my dad did for me. So just, you know, to start us off, any parent who's listening to this call loves their children, wants to see their children be successful. And so there's some things in the way of helping our children be successful. There's some forces in the world that are trying to keep us uh, from connecting with our children. And my dad did something pretty amazing. Uh, to really um, show that he loves me and that he's proud of me. And so when I was 19 years old, we went on a family vacation to Hawaii and we'd never been there, man. I was pretty excited. And uh, first day that we were there, my dad and I were out in the water. My mom and sister were on the beach and there was nowhere else in the world that I wanted to be than right there with my dad. And so my dad was uh, a really good dad, wasn't a, a perfect dad by any stretch of the magic imagination. My dad was known, um, his kind of claim to fame is that he was Terry Bradshaw's tight end at Louisiana Tech. And so they were best friends and roommates. But my dad was also a very um, humble guy. So he hardly ever told anyone about that. But I told everybody. It was <laughs> it was my claim to fame growing up. Well, my dad and I were out there in the water and we kept going further and further out. And uh, the water got deeper and the current picked up and uh, the waves got stronger. And there was a point where I, I realized I, I didn't know where my dad was. And so I'm scanning the water looking for him, like, where's my dad? Where's my dad? And eventually I saw him and my dad, um, I could tell was struggling. Um, he was still treading water and he looked right at me and he said, I, I need help. I need help. And my dad had this really big, deep, booming voice, but his cry for help was more like a whimper. And so I swam to my dad as quickly as I could. By the time I reached him, uh, he was underneath the water and he was unconscious. And so I dove down, wrapped my arms around my dad, brought him back up to the surface and started swimming with him to the shore. 
the lifeguard showed up and they started um, helping me and they, they started doing CPR to my dad. And I was on my hands and knees next to my dad, just crying out to God, like, would you please save my dad's life? And I really thought that it was going to be like the movies and that he would come to, uh, that the water was going to kind of gurgle out of his mouth. His eyes were going to flicker open and, but it never happened. And so my dad ended up drowning. And so it went from one of the best days of my life to the worst days, just in a matter of minutes. You can imagine like what I was thinking, like as I was standing there next to my dad's body, like what the heck just happened? Like we were just out there in the water and now he's gone forever. And I was already asking, man, how are we about to make it without my dad? Like, how am I going to make it? So then it was a few hours after that and we're back in the, in the condo and I'm sitting on in the back bedroom on the edge of the bed by myself. And my mom walks in the room and she's holding on to something. And she says, I found something in her dad's briefcase that he was going to give you on this trip. I had no idea what it was, but she walked across the room and handed me a letter. And so this letter was everything that I needed uh, in that moment. Um, apparently my dad had been working on it for several months. He had no idea that he was going to die when he wrote those words to me. He had no idea it would be his final words. But as I'm reading this letter, um, I just felt a sense of peace and comfort and, and honestly hope. Like I'm going to make it. And I felt so loved. Like, Seth, don't tell me my dad didn't love me. Like my dad was a hospital CEO. He was busy. He umpired football games for his hobby, involved in our church. And in the midst of that, he took the time to put down on paper how he felt about us, how he felt about me, and to share some wisdom and family values with us. And so I can't even imagine my life if my dad had not written that letter to me. That is um, an absolutely incredible story. And the fact that you were turned, were able to have been able to turn something so tragic into something so powerful to help others is a testament, you know, to your character and how you were raised and to your mission. So let's, I mean, that's obviously the inciting incident, what, what, what caused it. What, when did you decide? I mean, it could have ended there. It could have been, yeah. my dad wrote this meaningful letter to me and I feel, you know, all of those feelings and that could have been it. What inspired you to turn that into something way, way, way bigger? Yeah, so three years ago when my children were younger, they're seven, five, and two now, I'm sitting there like any other dad, like, man, I want to be a good dad. Like, like, what should I do? And then it just hit me like, hey, I got to go write a letter to my children like my dad did for me. I mean, if anyone knows the value of a letter from their dad, it's me. So I go to write this letter. And, you know, over the years, I've met, you know, so many people I told my story. And what's the number one thing people tell me like, oh, man, I wish I had a letter like that for my dad. And most people have not gotten that letter. Now, some people have. And they would, you know, it was like we bonded in that moment. Like, oh, you got a letter from your dad, too. It's like we're in the special club together. I got a letter from my dad club. Well, I wanted my kids to be in this club. But I also saw as I went to write this letter, the reason that uh, a lot of people have not gotten this letter from their dad, because it's hard. Like the idea of writing a letter is so simple, but to sit down, I'm looking at a blank sheet of paper and I'm like, man, what the heck am I going to write there? And so uh, it really hung over my head for a couple of months. Um, and as I started to do more research, because if, if I was going to write this letter, I wanted to put the best stuff in there. The things that my children really need from me is their dad. But my conviction grew for this letter. Like, man, my children need to hear my voice. 
and all in this noisy, chaotic world. There's a lot of things going on. It's uh, very confusing. It's like, man, no, they need to hear hear my voice and my wife's voice. And so by the time I finished this letter, um, I knew I created something of value for my kids. But I I knew or I, I was the one who was the most impacted by writing this letter. And so it was really through that process that it was like there was a, a moment where I was like, man, what am I doing here? Like, I got to help more people get this letter from their dad. I got to help dads write this letter. And so I came home and told my wife, I was like, hey, I know what I'm called to do, you know, is help people write this letter. And she's looking at our three kids like, so you're telling me you're going to provide for our family by helping people write a letter. And I'm like, yes, we're going to figure this thing out because it's too big of a thing to not figure out. That is absolutely incredible. You've obviously gotten um, some amazing media attention over the years that you've been doing this. How did the Today Show come about? Uh, I got an email from them about a, a year ago saying that they were interested in interviewing me. It kind of came out of nowhere. And, it, you know, it's so many God things have happened in this because I know that people pay a lot of money to try to get on the Today Show. <laughs> and they just found me. Um, they do a segment on dads helping other dads. Now, I will say, I, now I asked them, I said, how'd y'all find me? And they said, um, man, honestly, we were just Googling and we found you. Um, now, last year, if you follow sports, um, the NIL stuff came out with college athletes and we signed a dad and to help write him like his legacy letter. And so we were the first ever NIL deal that supports fatherhood. And there was a press release around that. So there is a chance they didn't say this, but there is a chance they saw that. And talk a little bit about the um, what the business looks like now. Yeah. So when we started, I was, I created a program to help dads write the letter and it was just dads signing up to write it. But some of those uh, people that signed up had clients. Um, one guy was an insurance, another was a financial advisor. And they said, man, we want to help our, uh, help our clients write this letter. And so I created a package for them to do that. Uh, and then some business owners were like, man, we want to help our employees write this legacy letter. Uh, and so now we've partnered with businesses. I just uh, finished up a contract with a, a mortgage company, helping all their mortgage loan officers write their legacy letter. We just finished up a contract with Walmart. Um, and so I helped seven teams write their legacy letter. And I just talked to the vice president and he said, man, this was unbelievable for our teams. Like everybody just bonded writing this letter as they talked about the relationship with their parents and their hopes and dreams for their children. And so now everyone cares about each other. They're working for um, with each other better. Uh, and then also uh, just individuals. I mean, all, every day people are signing up to go through our program to write their legacy letter. Um, and so uh, there's a lot of different avenues that we're, we're working it to help more people write their legacy letter. That is absolutely incredible. Congratulations. Obviously, you're you're having quite a ripple effect around the world. Talk a little bit about the way um, business owners can work with you to work with their teams, financial advisors can work with you to work with their clients. Expand on that a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, depending on the situation, um, we have an online masterclass that anyone could sign up and go through. So when a business owner um, partners with us, they're providing that masterclass for their clients. And so it usually involves me. Uh, doing some speaking on the front end to really inspire their employees or clients to go write this letter. And everyone says, okay, I get it. Yep. I'm, now I know I need to write it. And then everyone can then sign up for the masterclass and write the letter at, um, at their own pace. 
And then we do some private group stuff as well with um, people, like I mentioned with Walmart, where their teams can uh, do it together and really this team building exercise. And what do you say to folks who are you telling them write the letter and give it to your kids now? Or is this a letter they get when God forbid something happens and they pass away? Yeah, because they are going to pass away. Uh, you're right. There's no escape from that. Eventually, everybody. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, great question. Um, you know, my dad was going to give me that letter that weekend, no matter what. Um, he knew that his 19-year-old son needed those words. And so I tell parents, hey, this is your letter. You can give it when you want. But your children, or if they're not currently in a situation, they're about to be. They're about to face an opportunity maybe a, a decision, maybe a temptation that could totally derail them. And so they are better off with these words that we're, that we're putting in this letter. So I recommend giving it to them as soon as possible. That makes a lot of sense. Do you ever get requests from people who don't have kids that they're going to write it to future children or they're going to write it upwards to their parents? Yeah, especially in some of these groups we do. Not everyone has kids. And so some people are. Uh, writing it to a sibling sometimes or a friend or another young person or um, like in the last group someone was writing this letter to to their mom and uh, and a lot of parents will end up doing that as well they're writing it to their children and man these parents love getting this letter from their kids um, you know no matter how old you are but to get this uh, a letter of appreciation from your children saying hey thanks hey here's some things that I learned from you um, you know I appreciate you so yeah, it's these letters are so powerful and um, everyone in your life like would want this letter from you. I would imagine you talked about some of the verticals that your help that you're working in. I would imagine estate planning lawyers would be a layup as well. Yeah, we have um, some partners uh, that are state planning attorneys and, and we're working to reach more. I've done some stuff with the military. Um, and I, I went out to the 160th Special Forces and helped some of them write their legacy letter. I think um, in the next few years, we'll be partnered um, with every police department and fire department in the country. Um, you know, those high risk jobs where you're you're really feeling it um, like, man, I might I don't know when my last day is going to be. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, anyone who has parents, which is everybody gets this. <laughs> and then anyone who has kids um, gets this. And so. There's so many uh, great people out there in the world that get our mission and and want to bring uh, the Legacy Letter Challenge to the people in their life. Are there, do you run across any challenges of people, like people having any, are there any common issues with them implementing the process? Yeah, well, I mean, one of the biggest things is just getting started. Uh, and so I tell parents like, you know, one of the things you can do is say, hey, you know what, I'm just going to make a, a really bad rough draft um, it, because the hardest part is getting something down and then you can come back and edit it. And so just tell yourself, hey, this is going to be a really bad rough draft and just be OK with that. But also know that in your really, really bad rough draft, if something were to happen to you and your kids found your really, really bad rough draft, they would love it. It would be life changing for them. Some of these things that you're writing down. Yeah, I mean, you've had so much success helping others um implement this process what's what's your biggest challenge now feeling it uh, and growing it <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things that I, we have not done yet that i see that we want to do um just like any kind of entrepreneur or visionary i have a lot of great ideas but it takes patience and time to be able to pull it off 
Um, but we're working towards it. And so, and then at the end of the day, I, I want to be a good dad for my kids. And so this is a great accountability for me. Um, I tell people it'd be like Dave Ramsey having a, a credit card, you know, if I wasn't a good dad to my children. And so that's, that all honestly slows us down a little bit and how fast we're growing because, you know, I talked to my wife about this, but it's like, man, no, I'm going to, I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to be a good dad. And yes, if I wasn't, I could spend way more hours working with your faster, but that's not what I'm trying to do here. Well, that's, that's beautiful. And you're walking the walk. I love it. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Man, I love, I love serving people. I love helping people. Man, after my dad died and on, and to be honest, like the full, like I almost died myself um, trying to help my dad. And so it just completely redirected my life. Um, um, for me as a person of faith, I really want to live for God and his purposes and to serve other people. Um, and so to, to do something that is so impactful in somebody's family. Um, and then, you know, I tell people like, hey, and, you know, every letter that's written, yes, it, it honors your family and it, your family matters, but it also honors my dad's legacy. And so to be able to to do that, I mean, my dad had no idea when he wrote that letter, the ripple effect of, of his letter. And so, uh, yeah, I love, I love helping people. What, what do you think he'd say about how far you've taken it? <laughs> I don't even know. He's a pretty humble guy. So uh, I think he would just say God is good. <laughs> Amen to that. Well, um, we know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. For our folks watching or listening who want to learn more, where is the best place for us to send them? Yeah, you can go to LegacyLetterChallenge.com. And I, I think we have a link for- You are right. People. You are and correct. So we will we put- have a, Yeah, we have a free guide. Anyone can just download the free guide and you know see the template that everyone walks through to write their legacy letter. You know, we would love to help you write this letter. So- um, do you do you know the link? I don't know. I don't, but we'll put it in the show notes. Okay, great. All right. So everybody watching or listening, check the show notes below the audio or the video. The link to the free guide on how to write your legacy letter will be in there. This has been Seth Green with Blake Brewer, Brewer from Legacy Letter Challenge. Blake, thanks again for joining us. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat cheat text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today this show has been produced by market domination llc to discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.